Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This word of faith must not only be believed in the heart and be in your heart, it has to be in your mouth to work for you. And too many times, though, really, we are believers, we've been born again, we're children of God, even filled with the Holy Ghost, yet this word of faith's not in our mouth, we're talking something else. Are you hearing me? So what we have to do is to correct ourselves and speak in line with the word. To tell you the real truth about it, what I confess, I possess. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. This month we're going to hear this inspiring message from Kenneth E. Hagen. This will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen with today's message. Believing, friends, is possessing. The Bible said, "He that believeth hath." He's not going to get it. Somebody said, "I believe I'm going to get it sometime." That's not Bible believing. He that believeth hath. He has it. He has it because he believes. Faith grows in the atmosphere of the confession of the Word of God. Now we're not talking about the confessing of sin. If we have done wrong, we confess it and He forgives us. But I'm talking about the confession of what we are in Christ, the confession of what Christ is in us, the confession of what the Word of God says belongs to us. And that confession of our lips that's grown out of faith in our heart certainly puts us over that mountain or that insurmountable something that stands, seems to stand between us and victory. Well, I thought that I uh, was doing enough teaching along this line and maybe even too much. Some folks think so. But uh, the Lord spoke to me some time ago and said, I want you to do more teaching. You're not doing enough along this line because the church is sadly lacking. And then the Lord said to me about this verse here in Mark 11:23 and I hadn't noticed it before the Lord preached from it hundreds of times. Whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith. And I hadn't noticed it but he said to me, "Did you notice that that mentions believing one time and saying it three times?" And I hadn't paid any particular attention, but I I looked real good again, and that, that's right. It only mentions believing once, but that one verse of scripture mentions saying, say, saith, saith, three times. And then he whispered to my heart. He said, "You're going to have to do three times as much preaching and teaching about saying it as you do believing it, because my children, our Christians, are not failing in the believing; they're failing in the saying." They don't work just to believe it. You have to say it. Are you hearing it? Amen. You see there in Romans the tenth chapter and the eighth verse it said, "But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart." That is the word of faith which we preach. Now notice what he said: "The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart." That is the word of faith which we preach. This word of faith 
must not only be believed in the heart and be in your heart, it has to be in your mouth to work for you. And too many times, though, really, we are believers, we've been born again, we're children of God, even filled with the Holy Ghost, yet this word of faith is not in our mouth, we're talking something else. Are you hearing me? So what we have to do is to correct ourselves and speak in line with the word. To tell you the real truth about it, what I confess, I possess. And that's all I'll ever possess. Now, if you want to wait and possess it first, and then confess it, well, you're wrong. You've got the cart before the horse. You'll never get it. That's true with salvation. Because here in the same verses of Romans, 10th chapter, 9th and 10th verse, he said, he gives us the law. God operates by certain rules and laws. He gives us the law for entering the household of faith. He said that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now Christianity is called the great confession. The law of that confession is that I confess I have a thing before I consciously possess it. Now that's exactly the way I received healing from for a paralyzed body. That's exactly the way I received healing for a deformed heart. Was that I saw this truth from the Word of God from Mark 11, 23 and 24. Just an old Baptist boy on the bed of a affliction and so I confessed that I had my healing see I confess I have a thing before I consciously possess it when I confess that my paralysis is gone when I confess that my heart is well I was still lying bedfast flat on my back hadn't walked a step couldn't move the lower part of my body had been bedfast for 16 months now the minute I confessed it the minute I said it, the devil challenged me, and he'll challenge you. Are you hearing me? Amen. But thank God I, I had discovered the law. Praise the Lord. That governs the operation of God. And immediately the devil challenged me. He said, now you're a pretty looking thing claiming to be a Christian, now you're going to lie. And any other time he would have denied that there is a hell or a lake of fire. But he said, you claim you, you, you said you're healed and you're not. You know you're not. You haven't moved a bit. You, you, you're paralyzed. Your heart's still not beating right. And you know it. Feel your heart. And I'd felt to my heart so much automatically. My hand went toward my heart and I slapped it and said, no, you don't. No, don't, don't you do it. Don't you feel that heart. I said, Mr. Devil, I didn't say I'm healed because I look like it. I didn't say I'm healed because I feel like it. I said, I believe I'm healed. I said, by faith I have it. And if that's not true, if I'm a liar, then Jesus Christ is a liar. If Jesus Christ is a liar, then God's a liar. Then the Bible isn't true. Now, if you won't argue and fuss about it, you go argue with him about it. Don't argue with me. Jesus said it. Praise God. Jesus said it. Well, I want you to know I had a little trouble with it, but he left me in 10 minutes' time. I was out of the bed with my paralysis gone and standing on my feet. Praise God and walking around the room. Praise the Lord. 
I said praise the Lord. Amen. Now God didn't just come to me and lift me up because I never felt anything until after I started acting on the word. Never felt a thing. Never had any particular kind of spiritual feeling. I didn't know you're supposed to have anything like that. I just thought that the word of God is so, well, regardless of what I feel, God's word is so, and so I acted on it. And that's faith, isn't it? Amen. You see, friends, with the heart, man believes. Now, this scripture here, for instance, here in Romans, you see, gives us the law for ending the household of faith. And that same law uh, prevails in receiving from God. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. With the heart, man believes that Jesus is his righteousness. Because the word said so, you see. And with his lips he makes a confession of his salvation. <clears throat> now I want you to notice that the confession of the lips of salvation comes before God acts upon our spirits and recreates them. Sure, you know when you're born again. You have the witness of God in your heart. But you don't have the witness and then confess it. You confess it and your confession creates the reality in your heart. Then God acts upon our spirits and recreates us. I remember a few years ago I was holding a meeting in Jacksboro, Texas and we had some advertising material and, and they passed out all over town and so uh, in this advertising material there was a message on laying on of hands. Sermon. Uh, a part of a sermon I preached in every meeting about laying on of hands. <clears throat> And we had in there about laying on our hands to receive the Holy Ghost. So I remember one night in the line as we have, were praying for the sick and folks receive the Holy Ghost, that there's a very distinguished looking lady in this particular, in this line. And so I knew she hadn't been there before. When he came to her, well, I asked, as I do usually all of them, uh, you know, what did you come for? And she said, well, I came to receive the Holy Ghost. She said, you know, somebody left one of those magazines or pamphlets in my in my house and I read it and looked up both those scriptures and said that's all in there and about laying on of hands or see the Holy Ghost so she said I thought I'd come here and have you lay your hands upon me so this is first service and the only service so far she'd been in but she said you know since uh, <clears throat> since being in the service tonight really she said since getting in the line here she said you know I might ought to get saved first if I've ever been born again I don't know it said I uh, I belong to the Presbyterian Church but I just joined it when I was a little child about eight years old and she said if I've ever been saved or, or born again well I don't know it and said I do need healing for my body too really I came out to the Holy Ghost but said I guess I just need all three of them <laughs> well I said you sure do and thank God you can receive all three right now I said all right let's receive salvation first and then the Holy Ghost and then healing now I said, uh, you pray this prayer after me and, and, and really mean it. Let your heart agree with it. Don't do it just to ape and imitate me or just because I tell you to. Heavenly Father, and so she went right along behind me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You said in your word, him that cometh unto me, I will no wise cast him out. So no, you won't cast me out, but you take me in. You said in your word, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm calling on your name, so I know you save me now. See, each time she believes something, she confesses something. Do you notice it? Then you said in your word that if I shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
For with the heart man believes in the righteousness, with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. And then I had her to pray. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died for my sins according to the scriptures. I believe that he's raised from the dead for my justification or that I might be set right with God. And I believe that in my heart. And so with my mouth I confess him as my Lord and take him as my Savior. And I confess now that I'm saved. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagan and Denise Hagan Burns. Our product offer this month, we've got a new release from our grandfather, Manifestations of the Glory of God. It's a DVD. And then we've got four CDs, one from our dad, Surely God Will Bring It to Pass, the one from our mom, Keep the Fire Burning on the Inside of You, and your CD, Have Faith in God, and then my CD, Living a God Conscious Life. And all of that is $26.95. It's a savings of $8. And I tell you what, that DVD and those CDs, man, they will really change your life. Those are some great messages just to keep that fire burning on the inside of you. Yeah, those messages were from camp meeting that we just had camp meeting 2019 yes. in July. Every July we always have camp meeting here and it's always a wonderful time. If you can make it, you know, I would encourage you to, to do that. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.